0: Hello, welcome to Not That Great of a Show, Episode 1. Today we are going to be talking about E3 and what we got from it. This is going to be like a brief overview of some of the games we got. And one game that I really want to dive into is Halo Infinite. We've been waiting for this game for a while. It got delayed. We were supposed to already have it by now. But E3 gave us two new trailers of it, one being for the multiplayer and one showcasing the campaign and one of the cutscenes from it. In the multiplayer, we kind of got shown that it was going to be free to play and feature microtransactions, including um, a battle pass. But it is all going to be cosmetic and there are some people who just despise microtransactions and everything to do with them my view is as long as it isn't pay to win it's not a big deal and as long as they don't do basically a destiny because destiny is a horrendous game and you have to either grind for like 20 hours to change the way one piece of armor looks or pay real world money and that game is terrible so as long as they don't turn halo into destiny i think it's gonna be all right We did get to look at like one of the Spartans has a samurai themed armor and that looked pretty cool. And that's going to add a new level of customization to Halo where we've never really had that. Usually it's just like you there's like a red team and a brown team, but their Spartans look exactly the same. So that could be pretty cool. Now, I'm excited because it looks like they dumped a lot of time and money into changing the multiplayer to be a more fast-paced multiplayer kind of like call of duty and for me halo multiplayer has never really been anything special just like it's a cool little side feature but i think that if they did change it to be a lot more like call of duty this could be something to look forward to and that's just nice because you know we usually have to wait like 5 or 10 years for a new Halo and there's like a huge gap. So if the multiplayer is actually good in this one, it can make that like that huge gap feel a lot shorter. And in the cutscene, we did get to see that they are going to be following the uh, mantle of responsibility arc because they are still dealing with Cortana and um trying to deal with that If you don't know what I'm talking about, basically there are two main arcs in Halo, one following the Flood and the Covenant, which was in Halo, Halo 2, and Halo 3, where they're trying to fight off the Covenant in their war and deal with the Flood outbreak and the Halo rings. But the second arc was kind of focused on this idea of the mantle of responsibility, that the strongest and most superior um species in the galaxy has a duty to look out for the younger or less evolved species and that was an idea brought on by the forerunners and carried on by the precursors so i think they are going to be following that arc in this game and that is something pretty cool it's going to continue the halo 4 and halo 5 stories arcs and plot points This game has already been delayed due to complaints about the graphics and the way it looks. I'm not playing a Halo game for the way it looks. I'm playing it for the way it feels. But I do understand people wanting to get the best Halo game they can out of it. So I'm fine with the way as long as it's worth the wait. And as long as this game is going to be absolutely incredible the way Halo games usually are. Um there is the possibility that they will delay it further if they feel like the graphics aren't up to par because you know when a game isn't great off launch it leaves a bad taste in your mouth like Cyberpunk 2077 did so they don't they really don't want to have that happen to them and they will delay it and delay it until the game is perfect just because Cyberpunk 2077 was so recent um i personally want the campaign to be 20 hours i don't think that's gonna happen because usually halo campaigns are in between like 12 and 15 hours but a longer game is always appreciated for me um if they are gonna introduce a new type of spartan like a seventh generation of spartan so far we've had four generations of spartans With Master Chief being a second generation. If you didn't know, there were multiple types there are. The third generation was like a bunch of teenagers who got wiped out in a battle. The fourth generation is like Spartan Locke. And those uh, newer Spartans from Halo 5, Guardians. But since there's seven, are there going to be like three new kinds of Spartans that we haven't seen before? With like new types of armor. If you do want to see what this looks like, you can go to Amazon and look at the Funko Pops they released. Looks pretty cool. The armor looks uh, really advanced, kind of like the Master Chief armor from Halo 4. Halo 4 was my favorite Master Chief design. It looked the most advanced and futuristic. And um, that is really cool. Um, There were other games shown, though. If you um, go back to E3, with one of them being Atomic Heart, that is my most looked forward to game that hasn't released yet. It looks a lot like Bioshock, if you've ever played that. It's an older game. It looks like a spiritual successor to Bioshock, with you going to a new area and finding out why the whole situation deteriorated like learning about new enemy types, having a gun in one hand and powers in the other. And in this game, it looks like your powers are gonna be like cybernetic based, using technology and hacking. And like you shoot wires out of your hand. That looks pretty cool. Oh, one more thing for Halo Infinite. They're kind of making it like Titanfall where you can grapple. And that could definitely change up the flow and the feel of the game. Which is needed because it's like a 20 year old series, so I will definitely take the changes and tweaks to the Halo game system. But back to Atomic Heart, that game is something that I've been looking forward to for years, and I'm really excited for that release. We also got a trailer for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. That game was very highly received. And I have, a lot of games have been trying to like piggyback and copy the Breath of the Wild um, system and art style. So I know a lot of people are gonna be excited for Breath of the Wild 2. We uh, got to see a new Super Smash Bros. character. Um, we did get the um, tease and, um, for Forza Horizon 5 that game wasn't like leaked earlier so that was a brand new like release and um obviously forza horizon 4 is a very popular game with it being on game pass i think forza horizon 5 is probably going to be really straight to game pass because the forza series is like one of the main reasons to buy game pass for a lot of people Um, we did find out that Square Enix is going to make a Guardians of the Galaxy game. I, that, that definitely concerns me. Square Enix, um, if you don't know, are the ones behind the Marvel Avengers game. And they really messed that game up. uh, That game is, they tried to make the Avengers into a, a, games as a service and I understand that games as a service can make a lot more money than, like, a uh, linear-based game can with, like, a story mode. But nobody likes Marvel's The Avengers from what I see. That game feels really grindy, and I'm worried that since they messed up The Avengers, one of, like, the most popular properties there are, they could definitely mess up Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think Guardians of the Galaxy would have done a lot better if it was given to, like, an indie developer who could have really messed with, like, the art style. And if you watched, like, the movies, the movies definitely have a cool feel to them. And um, if they gave it to an indie developer, they could have messed around with, like, neon explosions in space. And it could have been a game that just looks amazing the way Like, Ghost of Tsushima looks amazing, and they could have given it a cool feel with you being Star-Lord. And, like, there's ground-based combat, but there's also aerial-based combat. And there's just so many ways they can mess this up. And they messed up the Avengers, and that's sad because I think that the LEGO game for the Avengers does better than the big-budget Square Enix game ever did. So that is definitely something I'm worried about. Um, I think that, like, the Avengers would have done better as a Rocksteady title if Rocksteady decided they wanted to also do Marvel games the way they're doing the Suicide Squad game, which, by the way, looks awesome if you didn't know. There is a Rocksteady Suicide Squad game that's going to be set in the Arkhamverse titled Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League where you're fighting Brainiac, who has apparently taken over the minds of the Justice League. And in the trailer, it shows that you have to fight like Superman. And there is Death, or um, there's Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, um, Shark King, and a lot of other characters. That game has a lot of potential. Because the Arkham games have always set up that there is a larger DC universe. You know, there's like the interview tapes and the trophies and the concept art. And there's like, there's just like these cool lines you can hear from the criminals talking about Batman. Like, well, at least you can see him coming. And you're not dealing with the heroes from Keystone City or um metropolis hinting at like the flash and superman so i think that if we did get a rock steady dc universe like for video games that'd be really cool because there's like the potential for a green arrow game or a superman game but a superman game wouldn't be that fun you know he has no weaknesses And there's few villains that can actually put up a challenge. So the game would be pretty boring with you pretty much being invincible. But there are still ways you could make that game interesting. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. But we did get a trailer for the new um, Elden Ring game. Which is made by the creators of Bloodborne, the Dark Souls games, and um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And it does look a lot like those games, you know, there is like, um, monsters that just look, they look great, but they look disgusting and they're great because they're disgusting. And you can just see all the awesome bosses that you're going to fight. You're going to fight many times because in those games, you always die 20 times before you get the fight just right and beat the boss. But by the time you beat the boss, it does feel... Like, you really accomplished something awesome. And that game, again, looks awesome. I think that this is a great time to be a gamer. You know, it sucks with the scalpers and the next gen consoles being impossible to get. But we do have so many games that we're getting all at once because of all the COVID delays. That now that the, that like kind of chapter is over where we get absolutely nothing. We're just going to get everything all at once thrown at us, and it's going to be a great time to be alive for gamers because you're going to get years worth of content in the span of a couple months. And that's coming up real quick. We are also getting a um, Gotham Knights game. I don't know if they did show that off, but I just wanted to mention that because that game is going to be pretty cool. Um, I do want to get into a new segment I have called "Sale Pulse, where I'm going to be talking about games that are on sale recently. For Xbox, we have five games on sale, and these five games I'm mentioning are Far Cry 3 Classic Edition on sale from um, $29.99 to $2.99. This is my favorite Far Cry th- uh, game. I know a lot of people feel the same way. <laughs> characters are flushed out in a really nice way and um, all the mechanics are just on point all the Far Cry games have been trying to mimic that we also have another Far Cry game this one is Far Cry 4 on sale from 19.99 to $5.99 Sekiro Shadows Die Twice Game of the Year edition is on sale from $59.99 to $29.99 Tomb Raider Definitive Edition is on sale from 19 dollars to 2 dollars Resident Evil Remastered is on sale from nineteen ninety nine to $4.99. For PlayStation, we have Star Wars Battlefront 2 on sale from nineteen ninety nine to $6.99. We Happy Few is on sale from $59.99 to $8.99. Vampire is on sale from $39.99 to er, $8.99. Sorry. Or er, no, I was right, $9.99. Batman A Telltale Game is on sale from $29.99 to $8.99, and The Crew is on sale from $19.99 to $6.59. Thank you for hopping in and watching our show. Follow us for more content. You can check out my YouTube channel at TanBooker23 and my Twitch at TanBooker23. Thanks for watching, and I hope to see you guys next time.